This is Arrow. How are you doing today? Doing well, Arrow. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to talking to you about this this work of art. Well, thank you very, very much. That's very nice of you to say. To put this book together, I mean, to me, it is the work of art, but, but what did you feel in the moments when it first arrived and then as it started coming out of you and, and all of a sudden it took formation? Well, that's an incredible uh, question because the whole thing is a <clears throat> is a work of art in itself. Because the first thing that happened was that I was I'd never written anything before in my life, and I only had ten days or a week to write the darn essay. I had to answer the question in thirty five hundred words or less. What is the purpose of life? It was open to previously published material. It was it it was international professional writers. And I, and I was not getting anywhere. Another one of my students said, why don't you write up that story about Brother John, that Christmas story about Brother John that you're always telling us? So I wrote it up, and I won the grand prize. It just absolutely blew my mind. First interview I ever did was with a religion editor from the local newspaper, and his first question was, how does it feel to make more money for one essay than I've made in my entire life? <laughs> 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 but um, and that launched my whole writing career. I've now just published my third book. Um, and uh, but what happened was that the the um, the essay fell into relative obscurity. It was published in the best of Catholic and the best of Christian writings back mm-hmm. in 2006, but it fell into relative obscurity. But occasionally I would get these emails from people telling me how it had unbelievably, they'd stumbled on it and at the absolute right time and it, you know, during a terrible divorce or a death mm-hmm. of a child or something. And, and then said, finally, this guy who was the executive vice president for a, a, a bank, a big, actually it was BB&T, he actually drove like six hours to thank me for writing it. It turned out he went dumped through a horrible divorce. He was con- considering suicide. Mm. He stumbled on my essay. So I'm sitting on the porch and I said, I said, wow, that's so humbling. I said, on the other hand, I feel guilty. He said, why should you feel guilty? I said, because hardly anybody knows about this essay anymore. And um, I got a candle under a bushel basket. And I said, Melissa, we got to do what I've been thinking about doing. How can I turn it into a book? So that other people will be able to, you know, so I can get this candle out to more people because it seems to yeah. have such a healing power. And so I said, what? Well, maybe if I made it into an art book, maybe if I combined the essay with with art, because um, I could do this. And the and the and just by pure dumb luck, I stumbled on Glenn Harrington, who I still have never met, the artist who did the paintings. And he got really excited, and he said, um, "Yeah, I'll do twenty-two um, paintings of Metkin Abbey." And uh, then I thought, oh, my goodness, I've only talked to one artist. I'm only going to get one bite at the apple here. How do I know I got the right artist? Right. So I called my nephew who worked for Scholastic, the big publishing house in New York, and I said, do some research for me. He called me back a couple of days later. And he said, I talked to all the art directors for us and a couple other publishers. He said, this man's famous. He does. He, he charges $15,000 to do one oh, cover for oh one my book. God. And he's going to do 22 oil paintings for you. <laughs> so that's the, that's the, so the backstory is as miraculous as the story in the book itself. I mean, and that's how this whole thing came about. So yes, when I finally uh, saw the book, you know, um, and he designed the, the artist, Glenn Harrington designed the book as well as doing the paintings. Wow. And I love, I don't know whether you took the dust jacket off, but if you take the dust jacket off the book. Oh, I've got to do that right now because I, I just, I, I've been, I've, oh, look at that. Yeah, oh, my I mean, God. 
Yeah, that it's absolutely. is beautiful. Absolutely, you know. So, um, and you know, and and to me, the, the 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 subject material of it. As a matter of fact, I was just at the monastery um, a couple of days ago. I was, I was visiting the monastery, and I was talking to some of the. I saw Brother John, ah. and brother and Brother John actually signed a couple of cartons of books. So we're doing a, a special. From, let me put a plug in here. We're doing a special promotion for Christmas, where you can get uh, Brother John. The book is called Brother John. A monk, a pilgrim of the purpose of life, signed by me and by the the big boy himself, Brother John, uh, signed these books, and we're selling them for nine ninety nine, which is sixty six percent off the cover price. You know, and it, we try. You know, it's a Christmas story too because it's an encounter between me and Brother John on Christmas Eve that taught me the purpose of life. People are really, really struggling with depression, and thirty percent of have seriously considered suicide. This right. just came out this year. Um, you know, and young men are living in their parents' basements until they're 40, and they have a whole term called failure to launch for all these millions of boys who are just, um, you know, failing to launch. Something is rotten in Denmark, and, um, and I, I keep coming back saying that this is a spiritual crisis in the sense that people don't have a higher meaning and purpose, something transcendent, something bigger than ourselves to live for. And that's what Brother John's uh, teaching us in that essay. I'm getting something from it every single time that I go to it. That's uh, something that I, you know, it's very, very, very humbling and flattering, but that's something I've heard repeatedly um, that it's it's something that a, a gift that, you know, to use the cliche yeah. it's a it's a Christmas gift that keeps on giving because they get a deeper meaning. It's each time they read it they see a little a little a deeper meaning to it. You know and um, you know I just I just read uh, wrote a new book. It's called uh, Not Less Than Everything, and in the introduction. Um, I tell the story that my bro- I have six younger brothers, and my youngest brother is an attorney, and his name is Chris. And anyway, when about he told me about two or three months after I won that Templeton Prize, he said he was talking to a colleague, another attorney, and he told him the story. And the att- other attorney said, "You mean to tell me your brother ne- Augie never wrote anything in his life? He whips off an essay over the weekend. <laughs> he goes up against ten thousand essays from forty-seven countries, previously published material, and he wins a hundred grand." And, my brother Chris said, "Yeah, that's 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 the story." And he said, "Boy, is your brother lucky on the five years?" Wow! And I started the introduction to my new book, not less than everything. I said, "This is the story of those thirty-five years." Uh, Soren Kierkegaard said, "The problem with life is it must be lived forward, but only understood backwards." I only realized after my after my brother Chris made his comment that I went back to my own essay and read it and said, "Yeah." So the events take place in 1996. The essay gets written in 2006. Wow. And it was a very dark, dark period of my life when, when all this happened. Things are picked up, and then, and then you use it as a teaching tool such as this. And, and it's, it's like it took this long for your fruit to be given to the rest of the world, and we've got it this holiday season. Ex- that, I mean, that's exactly it, you know. And that's what I'm really saying is that the, is that the, uh, the, the, the payoff is so incredibly worth it to really put in the time to um, to work towards the um, the magical transformation in becoming a brother John, becoming like brother John is why we're all here on this planet. That's the purpose of life. Wow. Um, to be there with an umbrella for somebody else who needs it. That's why we're here. Um, and to have that inner transformation that makes 
you know, Brother John, I've, I've, I've participated in a couple of interviews with Brother John uh, uh, over the years and about the book. And and question that the interviewer always asks is, Brother John, do you remember this incident? And he says, no. No. <laughs> I don't remember it. And of course he doesn't remember it. It's like asking me to, to remember um, what I had for dinner three years right, ago. Right, right. It's just normal. It's just what he does. You know, how, you know, he doesn't know any other way to live. What's extraordinary for us is terribly ordinary for him. And that's the way. But that's the, but that that way of life is open to all of us yep. if we're willing to put in the put in the work involved. Wow. Where can people go to find out more about you, your writing, all your writing, not not just the book, Brother John, but I mean, I, and, and I want to I want to suggest that listeners get two or three copies of this. Well, the the best way to do that is to co- go to my website. It's August Turek, August like the month. He is in Tom. You are AK dot com august dot com and as i mentioned you know we are having a special special offer for christmas to get people to actually use it as a christmas ideal christmas present yes. um by you could get copies of brother john a monk a pilgrim the purpose of life for nine dollars and 99 cents it's usually 29.99 so he's now 84 or five years old so i don't know how many more years i, I wrote another book called business secrets of the trappist monks uh, one CEO's quest for meaning and authenticity, which has all kinds of stories about the monks, and it's <clears throat> and we were just talking about it because I was just talking to Brother John about it, just five, six, or seven, because all the monks in that book are dead. God bless me, seemed to be in good health when I saw him uh, last week. Mm-hmm. But again, you can it's augustturak.com, August like the month, Turak, T-U-R-A-K. That's one word. Dot com and the book is Brother John, and my other two books are not less than everything: One Man's Quest for Spiritual Enlightenment and Business Secrets of the Trappist Monks, or One CEO's Quest for Meaning and Authenticity. And that book was published by Columbia Business School. Wow! You got to come back to this show anytime in the future. I love your stories. I love how you share your journey and and the insight of where we should be and where we can grow. Well, I consider it an honor and a privilege. I really love your enthusiasm. I love your questions. And so I'd be happy to come back any, anytime you want me. Excellent. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Same to you, buddy.